Let's get into the game that I'm actually very excited to watch. The 49ers take on the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati became an interesting team that you thought could be good as soon as Joey Burrow got there. Yep. They were just a piece away, especially since their defense had issues uh, in the secondary. They obviously have Jesse Bates, maybe one of the better safeties, if not the best safety right now in the league at his position in terms of what he does. They've strengthened the secondary in the offseason. Mm-hmm. They made a, a couple of moves in the offensive line, like still a little bit shaky. Joey Burrow has been somewhat protected in the last month or so. Yeah. But you knew that this Cincinnati Bengals team was going to be good if they kept going in that direction. They, they said, okay, we're going to take Jamar Chase instead of Penny Sewell, and there we are. This is like one of the more high-flying offenses in the league. Now, the 49ers... 49ers, boy, they're already moving away from Jimmy Garoppolo. That move doesn't look great. Trey Lance looks trash. Uh, The line is now one and a half. The 49ers are one and a half point favorites. The total is 48 and a half. Let's set some things up. The 49ers right now are ranked number five in in the league in passing yards given up at 205 yards per game. Yep. I don't know that that's going to stop Joe. I don't know if their defense is going to be able to stop Joey Burrow and all these weapons, but that's the stat. The Bengals are ranked number four in the league at rushing yards, given up at 92 and a half, which is what the San Francisco 49ers do the best. Uh, they are ranked 27th in the league in passing yards, giving up just shy of 257 yards per game. And then the Niners are ranked 18th in the league in rushing yards, given up 115 yards per game. Although DVOA, they are the number three rush defense, which is kind of strange to me that you can be 18th in the league in yards given up and still third third rush defense in DVOA. Uh, to me, it's do or die for yeah. both these teams. Like the Niners yeah. are six and six, Bengals seven and five. One of these teams is going to leave the game probably without the playoff chances in hand. Mm-hmm. Like I think whoever wins this game has a real shot of making the playoffs. Whoever loses doesn't, right? Like Cincinnati predictably followed that major win against the Steelers by falling apart against the Chargers. Kind of shocking to watch them deconstruct in real time because they were moving the ball really well. Yeah. Like, there was those turnovers that killed them, you know what I mean? Like, a horrible interception, like you said, a couple of segments ago where Jamar Chase bobbled it, but... I think Joey Burrow should get charged with that interception. It right. should be all on Jamar Chase. Like, it should be INT Jamar Chase. Like, that was 100% his fault. Oh, yeah. I agree, man. And and Jamar Chase really hasn't been Jamar Chase in a while. A lot of that has to do with, well, T. Higgins has been awesome uh, catching the deep ball here the last couple of weeks and just the way the defenses have played and then the bad drops. So what are you going to do here, though? Anything? To me, I think the Bengals get right in this game because I think Joe Mixon is going to be able to run all over this defense. I think that that opens up play action for Joey, get T. Higgins involved, get Jamar involved. Like, I really like the Bengals. They're averaging just shy of six yards per play. The 49ers are a 50-50 team split between the run and the pass. But the Bengals, like I said, shut down the run really well. And that's legitimately the only thing that the Niners do well. The Niners are a team where Garoppolo has to have all of the pressure taken off of him. You run, 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 run. Famously in the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, and, and leading up to the Super Bowl, Jimmy Garoppolo didn't run or didn't throw the ball really at all. Uh, so if you stop the run and you force Jimmy G to make decisions, to make tough decisions, you blitz Jimmy G, get out there in space, hit some of these receivers hard, even with Debo Samuel coming back, yeah. I don't care. I take the Bengals in this game outright. 
I take them on the money line at plus 105. And if you don't, if you're not like super sold on the Bengals after that breakdown, like I just don't, I just think I think trust the Bengals at home more than I trust the 49ers. Yeah, both teams right now inconsistent, but I love both teams. I so with San Francisco, I am a Kyle Shanahan guy. I do think he's a great play caller. I don't know if he's a good head coach, but I do like him. With Cincinnati, they've kind of become my favorite team. Where when Aaron Rodgers does retire, I love Joe Burrow, but I'm scared because is Joe Burrow going to be around in five years? Because yeah. Joe Burrow is either going to be the next Tom Brady or Joe Montana, or he's going to be the next Andrew Luck because they don't protect him. And a lot of it is because of Joe Burrow. Like they have to teach him how to slide. That's what Aaron Rodgers even told them. And when I was on the station in New Orleans, like, you know, at LSU, they used to tell him the same thing. And I guess the thing with Joe Burrow is he just wants to prove that he's just as tough as everybody else out there. Like the defensive linemen, the offensive linemen. And that's the other thing. So I was watching his press conference. He says that when he takes snaps from under center right now, he doesn't feel it at all. But he hasn't thrown the football all week at practice. That's what scares me. He can't even throw the ball yeah. right now. You know, he's trying to downplay it. But he said he'll be able to hand off. Because last week, that was the crazy thing. Like, he couldn't even hand the ball off with his right hand. He was handing off with his left hand. That's yeah. how bad the injury was. And he hasn't thrown a football. So that's what scares me a little bit here. I'm going to play the over in this game. Both yeah. teams could score on explosive plays. And both teams actually cash in when they get in the red zone, unlike, it, unlike Atlanta. 49ers lead the league in scoring on 28% of their red zone plays. Bengals are second in the league, 28.4%. So both teams will probably punch it in. Both teams could run the ball. We worry about San Francisco in the backfield right now with all the injuries and whatnot. Yeah. But like you said, they get Debo back. Debo could really play um, running he's an back. Integral, and he's an integral part he's of this awesome. offense. You can, like, you can do anything with he's, him. He's just a tank. Joe Burrow, last week, 24-40, 300 yards and a touchdown, got injured. He's struggled lately. Three touchdown passes to five picks here in this last uh, four-game stretch, and a lot of that has to do with, I had to look this up with Jamar Chase because we were all hyping him up to be Rookie of the Year. Now, obviously, Mac Jones is going to be the leading candidate and most likely going to win it because if you go weeks one through seven, we had Brian Balding around, and you could always go back and find those interviews, of course, wherever you find your podcast, but MGM tonight. Baldy said the best deep ball connection in the NFL right now is no longer Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. He said, I know they're young, but it's Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. And he was right. They were 10 of 17 on throws 15-plus yards down the field, weeks 1 through 7, for 384 yards and 4 touchdowns. Since week 7, defenses, is ca- defenses have caught on, and Jamar Chase has had some bad drops. He's caught one of nine targets for over 16 yards since then. So the deep ball's gone. I've got him on my fantasy team. I know. So, so you know what's up. And a lot of that has to do with now, T. Higgins is the deep ball threat. He's caught 9 of 14 of those targets since week 8 for 239 yards, two touchdowns. So they're getting him involved, which I do, do you like. you think that they're just overplaying Jamar because of how much he was doing weeks 1 through 7? And yeah, now also. T's just the guy that's getting the secondary love? Yeah, T was a little bit banged up. And, I mean, Joe Burrow, like, in the 10 games that he played last year before the injury, T Higgins was his favorite wide yep. receiver. And, I mean, but that's the thing with, like, when you're stacked like that, he almost has to play point guard. Like, he has to be, like... You know Whoever's what I mean? Open. You got you to be like Isaiah Thomas. Like yep. you got to get the ball to Joe Dumars, but then you got to feed Lambeer and get him his twelve points too. You got to get because like uh, Tyler Boyd. In fact, I have that right here. Like he's, I think he's caught only. I don't have it. Uh, one touchdown pass all season. Yeah, two. He's uh, found the end zone two games this season. 
Just two games this season. So I think maybe this might be his week. I was going to bring that up. Maybe play a Tyler Boyd. His uh, best game all uh, – well, he played really well against the Jaguars. He yeah. had nine catches for 118 yards there. And then his second best game was just last week against the Chargers. He had five receptions, yeah. 85 yards, and a long of 32 yards. So, yeah, I could very easily see Tyler Boyd getting more involved. His target numbers have been going up. They're kind of like a little bit roller coastery. He's like three and then seven and right. then two and then nine. Yeah, I think this is his week, though, because the one area where, like, the 49ers are vulnerable is the interior receivers. So yep. I think this could be a big game for him, and I'd maybe fade the chase props. I don't know what to do with Joe Mixon. He's coming off, you know, last week, 19 carries for just 54 yards, had that bad loss fumble, but he scored a touchdown for the ninth straight game. So I don't want to touch the yards, but the touchdown prop, I mean, we've hit it nine straight weeks. 49ers, though, they only give up 3.9 yards per carry to backs, which is eighth in the league. I think Joe Burrow's going to have to throw the ball a lot. I'm I'm playing San Francisco because of Debo Samuel. He missed week 13 with a groin injury. They're hopeful he's going to play. They're saying he's going to play. Like the last two games, he's had 14 carries for 145 yards. So even as beat up as they are right now with the running back position, he could take over. And Brandon Ayuk, especially on third downs, has been awesome. Three or six he caught last week, 55 yards. And George Kittle is finally healthy. When George Kittle's healthy, I know everybody loves Gronk. George Kittle's the best tight end in the league. Because not only is he a glorified wide receiver, he he's also a good blocks. blocker. Yeah. He's a psychopath out there. I'm playing the Niners. I feel like they have to win this game. Um, I can't wait to watch it. And I hate betting against Cincinnati because I do like them. I just think they're a year away. Even though they spent all that money on the defensive side of the ball, I do think they're just a little young. And I don't like Zach Taylor. And he yeah. might win coach of the year. I don't like him, though. The thing that I think it makes the most difference for me and why I haven't played it already and I may stay away is that Joe Burrow, injury. his injury really scares me because – if he's handing the ball off with his off hand and it's only a weak difference, like what's really going to change, I guess? Like, are you going to tape it? Like, are you going to like what, put a splint there? Like, I'm not sure. Did you put it back into place? Like, I don't really know exactly what is wrong. And as you know, like I love medical information as much as I can get my hands on. Yeah. And if Joe Burrow can't throw normally, then it's just going to be the Joe Mixon show, and then the Niners' defense is going to key in on that, yep. and then it's literally going to be a bunch of three and outs. Yeah, I think they'll play, you know, they'll take away the deep ball, so you're not going to get that with Higgins. Everything will be underneath with Cincinnati. They could have some success, but... That actually helps Joe Burrow, though. Yeah. Because I think him trying to throw the deep ball, I think actually you take away the underneath and you try to make him beat you over the top. Yeah, that's If why I, I was the Niners, that's what I would do. I uh, And that's what I like so much about Joe Burrow, too. I was watching this like little special on him. So what they're doing with Joe Burrow right now, why I keep saying they're a year away, because they're not even running their offense. What they're going to do with Burrow, I saw, was they're going to run the Tom Brady offense where he's just going to be the offensive coordinator. Like there's going to be, and, and good thing, because Zach Taylor, again, stinks, I think. So he's going to be the OC by next year. They're saying it's going to be the Brady thing where he goes to the line of scrimmage and he'll just have the four play calls. And depending what he reads with the defense, you know, I know some quarterbacks do that, but like they're not going to huddle at all. And then I'm going to love the Bengals even more when everything's up tempo with all those weapons. They're still so young. Um, they need some offensive line help too. And that's the other thing, you know, and I know some people were like, oh, you got to draft Penny Sewell, which I wouldn't have done anyway. I'd taken chase was the right thing to do. Yeah, I think in hindsight it was. Um, there were some other players prob- probably that you could go for as well. Like, I know that the Joe Burrow-Jamar Chase connection is real, and I think that there's – like, you can't really under – like, or, or overstate how important connection yeah. is between a, a wide receiver and their quarterback. So I'm glad that they obviously love each other from their time at LSU. So, yeah, in hindsight, I think that was the right call. 